0: As iron sharpens iron, darling, so does one woman sharpen another. Welcome to the Woman Ride Podcast, hosted by Anaynon Otterell and Sintle Lyon. Building strong women of color, the cultivation of the mindset.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Woman Ride Podcast. I am your beautiful co-host, Anaynon Otterell, And as usual, I'm with my beautiful co-host, Sintle Lyon. Today we have a very phenomenal guest, but Cynthia will be introducing her and she'll be telling us the topic that we'll be having today. So
0: I hope you guys will enjoy. Hey everybody, this is Cynthia Lions. Thank you guys for tuning in yet again. I am so excited about today's episode, guys, because I am a lover of wine. So <laughs> today we have the CEO of SV Wines. Sandilema Masego. She's going to tell us more about herself and about her brand and her company. So guys, stay tuned because it's going to get lit.
2: Hi, everybody. Thank you so much, Sinclair, and thank you, Otarel, for the opportunity for me to share my um Business avenues, and to share a bit about myself, my name is Sandy Lemasego. I am the MD of SV Wines. I am the lover of life. That's one thing that everybody knows me for is that I love good things. I love life. I love myself. I'm a mother of four. I am married to a very handsome Peggy Masego. And yeah, <laughs> and I am just started yeah, yeah, yeah. this beautiful uh, brand called uh, Zaryon by SV Wines. I know, you know, when you're talking about the brand and it's called SV Wines, people ask themselves where does the M come in, where does the SV come from, you know. So, yeah, basically Vilagazi is my maiden surname. That's how I was born. I was born Sandile Vilagazi, and the brand basically, or the company, it's called SV Wines um, in honor of my parents, basically.
0: I was actually confused because I saw SV Wines, but I'm like, Isn't it SM? Like, I was just so confused. So I thought the V was probably your second name.
2: Oh, no. Uh, My second name, you'll see, it comes out um, in the brand itself, Zaryon. That's where my first name and my second name comes in. My second name is Felicity, which means happiness
1: and uh, wealth. So what actually inspired you to name your wine brand Zaryon? And Okay. Okay. Oh, but you're, you already explained what it means. But if you don't mind, you can still explain further.
2: No, I don't mind at all. Uh, basically, Zaryon comes from the combination of my first and second name. My first name is Sandile. As we all know in most cultures, Sandile is a boy's name. And mm-hmm. um, so I was named Sandile and I'm the first born at home, which meant it was my duty to basically expand the legacy of my parents and my family and so on. Then my second name is Felicity, meaning happiness and wealth. So I was looking for a name that could combine both. I found a name on the internet called Zorion, which basically uh, signified this uh, this attributes of my names. And then as I researched further, I decided to take out the O out of the Zorion and replace it with an A. And as I found, I discovered that it's, it's Warrior, which basically signifies who I am. I'm a warrior in everything that I do in my journey of life, of uh, my career, everywhere, you know. So I thought that just resounds so well with who I am, and I think zarion sounds good to anyone. Whether you're Portuguese, you are a Black, South African, you are an Africana, you can all say zarion you know. So I thought it yeah. would be um, international and relatable.
1: So when, when was it established officially?
2: Officially, I started, I registered the company only this year. But I started with the concept of the company a long time ago. You know, I've been a wine lover for, for the past 18 years. Um, I was in varsity doing my first year in 2003, the University of the Western Cape. And I got introduced to wine, you know, then I was drinking, you know, the box wines, your cellar casks, you know, and your Robinsons, which I believe it's all uh, where we usually start, you know, as novices to wine. And as uh, the love for wine grew, I became a collector. And um, last year, when um, I was deciding on my future, because my contractor's work was coming to an end. I decided, you know what, um, start something and and test your abilities and skills. So I started formally researching and sourcing the wines and stuff, registered the company officially this year, and yeah, uh, bottled the wines this year, and now we have the baby, alive and Mm. kicking.
1: (laughs) So were you always business-minded growing up, or it only started after you realized that your contract is coming to an end, so you need to think of something?
2: I can say in my mannerism as a career woman, I've always structured myself as a business, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. Not truly business-minded that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I always saw myself as a project. Wherever I go, whatever job I had, I had to behave in a certain manner and I had to sell Sandy Leather product, you know, and her deliverables. Mm -hmm. And it worked so well because I had great relationships throughout uh, my career. And then last year, um, when you know when COVID hit everybody, um, I was then um, appointed in my previous uh, job to be now the project manager for everything uh, COVID. I had to basically build teams from scratch, do protocols from scratch. Everything was ground up, you know. And the job itself mm-hmm. that I was doing was for me to basically build up a directorate from scratch, you know, from policy development to um, how systems are working within that directorate and everything. And looking at those skills, I decided, why don't I test them Project Sandile into Project Sandile, the businesswoman, and see how how that will go. And understanding how the nature of work was going as well, you know, with COVID hitting the country economically wise, there was not a lot of people who were going to be advertising for new posts and things like that. So I decided, let me not be the extra that are seeking uh, for work. Let me try and create mm-hmm. something so that later I can also be able to to um, hire others and bring others into the workforce as well. So that's how the entrepreneur basically uh, got
0: birthed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what variety of wines do you have? Like, do you produce red, white, sparkling? Do you guys also produce champagne?
2: Not as yet. For now, we have only two varieties. We have uh Cabernet Sauvignon, a 2018 cultivar, and then we have a Grenache Rosé. We are planning on actually releasing uh, an extra cultivar uh, this coming September, towards the end of September we'll be introducing everybody to our new Sauvignon Blanc. So for now, it's two reds, and we're going to be expanding our line to add more white wines. And later in future, when God allows, definitely we'll be popping the champompo and doing an MC. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I honestly can't wait. Um, cause I already checked out the website and I did my research and I'm like, okay, I'm definitely ordering one and I'm going to advertise this on my personal pages
1: on wow. Facebook
0: and on Instagram, you know, because I also love the fact that, it, um, what the Wenda investments is hundred percent female owned, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yes. yeah yes, so I, you know and this is women rights. so i mean we we all about women empowerment over here so mm-hmm. it's just like oh okay definitely supporting um women and i love that concept mm-hmm. no thank you
2: thank you thank you so much and thank you for managing um mentioning uh, actually wenda as well wenda basically is my umbrella company where all these other small companies that i have fall under you know so we have Wenda Investments, the umbrella company, then SV Wines basically falls under Wenda Investments.
0: What are the biggest challenges that you have encountered when starting this business? And were there any barriers to entry into the liquor industry?
2: Sure, there are a lot of barriers to entry, you know, but they also are lessons, you know, for up. up Um, coming brands but one thing i think is is just a general business challenge all around in the country you know small businesses are expected to operate like big businesses firstly before you can sell your wine or do anything you are supposed to have money to acquire a liquor license and the timelines for you to acquire the liquor license are same as any big company Nobody cares whether you're a new up and coming. No one teaches you how to get things right. You also need to have space for warehousing that is can be uh, given a, a legal license, like a distribution liquor license. If you don't have that type of accommodation or space for your brand, then you're not going to be able to legally sell your wines. I think that is like the first biggest thing is property uh, to actually put your stuff in before you even get your stuff, you know? So that is even the big thing. And then the industry itself, you know, when you're a a newcomer, um, not when you're a newcomer, small brands basically and boutique brands can only survive if they have a great network within the industry or have people who are willing to hold their hands through the industry. Case in hand, when you go to this wine farms and... You want to start your own brand they require you to basically buy large volumes of alcohol and at that time you're a startup. up you don't have a, a, a clear market as yet we are still growing you know your brand so that is the other big um, challenge because then you have to finance a big volume of alcohol that you're not even sure if it's going to sell or not as a startup so i believe the system in our country as it sits is just not palatable to small new businesses to enter any industry and then the other thing is financing you know uh, you can't just go and finance um, an alcohol uh, business without some sort of backup or some sort of clarity of where you guys are going in terms of a business plan and your marketing strategies and things like that and funding for women as well it's sitting in so many different departments you know there's not yeah. one shop for everybody so these are like the the big challenges uh, that we are having as new and and up-and-coming businesses within the country and we always are talking about women empowerment women in business driving women with change you know because i'm entering the wine business not only just to sell wine but it's bigger than that we have podcasts now people are actually making money out of that you know we have marketing strategies we have photographers we have branding we have all of those things that you need to to source and that is creating an economic base for the country but it's not seen that way you know when you start which is the challenge so yeah those are some of the stumbling blocks or hurdles that we face as uh, new business owners but they are also lessons you know on how to navigate I promised myself that within three years I will write a book or uh, a startup book to say these are the experiences when you enter the wine industry and these are the places you can go you know and these are the things that maybe we can fix as a country uh, to make sure um, we basically make it easier for entrepreneurs to flourish because that's what our country needs uh, in the state of the economy that we are in
1: So did you have people helping you out overcome all these challenges or you just tried to figure it out on your own?
2: I had to figure it out on my own, to be honest, you know, um, with financing, I had to 100% finance myself using, you know, like savings, pension funds and things like that, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. In terms of sourcing the wines, I had to research and find the right wine farms and when I got, I, I always believe in alignment. God aligned me with great people. You know, when I found the great people, they were very willing to assist, you know, and direct me mm-hmm. to the right places where my brand can actually start flourishing. We're still having those stumbling blocks with making sure that I have a consistent and, you know, like a trusted supplier that this is person that can produce the wines that i like at the quality that i like as well so it's a learning curve and it's it's a continuous learning and it doesn't help of course that you know wine making and wine farms and everything is in cape town and i am based in in pretoria so having to take those flights um going to cape town uh, interacting with people because you can't trust everything that you get on email and i truly believe mm-hmm. in lasting relationships by having physical meetings with people you know so that also having the wine country right there you know in Cape Town um, becomes tricky for any newcomers as well because you'll need to have that funding to be able to go up and down um, Cape Town to make make sure that you substantiate your brand but I'm, I'm learning these things I'm writing them down and Every time I need to do something new, like now releasing the new Sauvignon Blanc that is coming in September, you know, I, I worked smarter, you know, because now I had more information.
1: How, how you handle everything because you're a mother of four, you're a wife, now you're running a business, like how, how do you manage everything?
2: Uh, And I'm actually studying. I'm busy uh, doing my um, studying towards my MBA with Gibbs Mm. as well. Uh, Well, you do it because you have to do it and because you love to do it. I truly believe if you have a purpose, if you have anything that you want to do, you can do it. Uh, Being a mother is a wonderful thing. It's not a job. It's part of who I am, you know, and I have great support. I have a partner that is present, that is very supportive. Uh, that is not scared of uh, babysitting or managing the kids if I have to be away. I also have help at home here in the house, which also makes things easier. But I also plan, you know, my days and I've allowed myself to pace myself, you know, through everything mm-hmm. um, with schoolwork, with wifely duties and um, with the business. But it's just being, you know, um, I don't even know if I can coin it or package it in a book, but When you decide to do something, you just do it. You know, there's no, there's too many roles or there's too many things to do. You just find the space to pocket everything, you know, um, that you need to to do in in your day, in your month, in your week, and you work around it. And yeah, and it happens.
0: Hmm. And I actually saw that on your website, like one of your core principles values um, is resilience. And honestly, I can see where that is coming from because honestly, you sound like a resilient woman. I mean, all the challenges that you encountered, and you're out here speaking so positively, and you're like, you're not backing down. Like you are determined to go further. I'm just, I'm just getting started. You're still scratching the surface. You're just getting started. That is amazing. I don't even know if we should even ask what do we expect in the, f- like in the future for Zarian. Because, I mean, you basically already mentioned that you'd like to go international. But, like, is there anything else that you'd like to mention? Like, what can we expect in the future for SV Wines?
2: Oh, basically, like I said, what is very exciting and that is very close and that is tangible is our Sauvignon Blanc that is going to be coming out to the September, a very crisp mm-hmm. white wine. You guys are going to love it. So that is just the one first thing that I'd like to mention. So expanding of the brand. And then later on, probably within five years, I pray I can build the glass house. Uh, I'm sure you've seen the glass house on the Wenda Investment uh, Website, yeah, the glass house, yeah. the pension basically of SV Wines. That's where SV Wines' home and headquarters is going to be. That's where we're going to be sharing our essence. That's where you're going to come and wine and dine and rest and also breathe. You know, it's going to be a sanctuary for a person who wants to come and breathe and just release whatever is there and renew themselves as well. So that's the essence of the glass house. That's where we're going. And yes, most definitely when time allows, going international in terms of Africa at first uh, and then seeing how we broaden the scopes in terms of selling our wines to Europe and, and things like that. But within the first five years, we're looking at expanding the wine brand to possibly at least five different variants then add an MCC and then uh, do the glass house. That's, that's basically what is in our, our, um, what do you call it? Um, that's the <laughs> yes. Like, you know, your, your,
0: your board, your
2: vision board. Yeah, your vision vision board. board. Yeah. Yes. Basically.
0: Okay. So in terms of the glass house, where would you like for it to be built? Like where should it be located? Well, according to what you would like.
2: In my head, it's in a a farm here in Pretoria East, but a a bit of a distance, you know, not inside the city, but in some way where where we can do gardening and things like that, you know. So it must be reachable to everybody. I don't want it to be in Cape Town or anywhere that is far. I want people from Nelsbury to be able to drive and come and sleep Mm -hmm. at the class house and experience as we wines you know so i yeah. wanted to be closer uh, for everybody so yeah it's in my head and in my dream it's, re- it's located basically in the gauteng
0: province oh okay the reason i'm asking that is because you mentioned that um your wines are produced in the western cape right yes. so i thought you would also want the like the glass house to be closer to that but also now it's further from you because you are located, you're based in um, Pretoria. Yes.
2: Now, um, I don't have currently a dream to own a wine farm, right? So the glass yeah. house won't be a farm. It will be a sanctuary. It will be a sanctuary yeah. where we actually sell wines and we make you happy when you get to our space. <laughs> One thing that I'm known for is as a host, I love hosting. I love getting people together and I love making people happy. When you leave my space, you must feel more fulfilled, you know? So the glass house basically would be that essence. It would be my house extended into a bigger space where I can accommodate more people, you know, where there'll, there'll be sessions for prayer, where there'll be sessions for going to garden and come back, plow whatever vegetables and we come and cook them, you know, that type of a concept that wow centered around SV wines, you know. So yeah, that's that's basically where my heart is. My mother when I was leaving for university said to me I will be a well-watered garden whose spring will never fail. So in everything that I do, I always refer back to that that verse that I am a well watered garden whose spring never fails. So that is Isaiah fifty eight, verse
1: eleven. And it actually combines with what you wanted to say. What you do house, you want yeah, to do about that last house? Because you want a gardening. Yes, yes, most yes. um,
2: definitely. So actually, nice. with everything that I do, you know, uh, that verse has stuck with me for eighteen years and. Whenever I seek uh, strength, whenever I, I want to be joyful, whatever happens in my system, whether it's happiness or whatnot, Isaiah 58 verses 11 reminds me that the Lord is always with me. And whatever um, challenge I'm having, I must always remember that I am a well-watered garden and a spring that never mm. fails, which means no matter how many of my roses you can plug, they will bloom again you know and huh. they'll because yeah. there's forever that water that in, encourages me and nourishes me as a person so yeah that's 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 the verse that's yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. you know i just want to be honest right now hey yeah i i'm literally sitting here i have my my arms crossed and i'm just saying wow me like too. wow <laughs> you know I'm supposed to okay obviously you're the guest and we asking about your life about Zorian so obviously you're supposed to be saying the most but I'm literally yeah. left speechless as a co-host I'm just like wow where does this woman come from <laughs> I'm blown away I'm <laughs> <laughs> no thank
2: you so much ladies thank you um yeah uh, thank you I think yeah you know when God aligns conversation he allows you to just flow and be and that's just you finding me in my truest essence and I'm, I'm grateful and I'm grateful if this conversation is also impactful
0: very and trust me and, and I know it's gonna touch so many people it's already touching us like I am really inspired by you and now that I know you like, more than what I, I did, like, based on social media and your website. Like, now I know you're a bit more personal, on a personal level, I mean. So, it's just, wow, I'm really inspired. Hey, oh, thank you. Yeah, bon. <laughs> <laughs> and now that you mentioned um, the vision you have for The Glass House, honestly, I can't wait for it to materialize. I can't wait because it sounds like it's going to be like a joyful, peaceful place, like a place where a lot of us would want to go visit. Most so I can't wait for that.
2: I, I always yeah. say to my husband that if truly, when, not if, when the glass house comes up, one thing I must just tell all of you is that it will be a data-free zone. <laughs> so yeah. you can't tweet when you're there, you can't Instagram, you can't do anything, but you can take pictures of yourself, of course, and stuff, but it's meant yeah. to you to center you and, and cut you off from the world itself and allow you to just be present, you know? So yes to hoping and dreaming for more. Most of the people that love their either dry white or sweet white wines have fallen in love with the Grenache Rosé It's very subtle. Um, you know, yes, I own it, it's my wine. <laughs> <and decided without laughs> it. but in all honesty you know most people were like oh where's your white wine i said no i'm still bringing white one later they'll say okay let's try the, the natural Rosé," and most of them fall in love with it so try it out and see and and you'll
1: give us feedback definitely we definitely yeah that's do actually it. the
0: one that i wanted to buy like i was like okay this sounds great i'm like okay you know what i think i'm gonna try this one out because, you know, mm. I'm not really a fan of red wine yet. So I was like, mm, I'm not sure. But now that you've mentioned that, okay, people who are fans of like dry whites or sweet whites, they should try that one. So I think I'm going to buy that one for sure.
1: Okay, so now okay. that we're talking about buying and buying and buying it, where exactly can we buy it? Okay,
2: firstly, you can go to the website, as you've seen, but just to... Inform everybody in the next coming two weeks, we'll go offline off the website uh, because we are bringing something new, something funky. We are turning up the website a bit so that also you can be able to buy online and pay online immediately. So for now to be on the safe side and not have delays or anything, you can hit us up on our WhatsApp number for any orders of the wines nationally, which is 0766. Double one zero nine four one. I'll repeat that zero seven double six double one zero nine four one. So you can place an order via WhatsApp. You can DM, DM us on um, Instagram on wines underscore buy underscore SV. So those are the two very quick places where we can make sure that you get your order right and we send you backing details and you pay. Then if you are like around Gauteng and um, you want to go somewhere and enjoy the wine, you can go to Moyang uh, Restaurant in Rosebank.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They
2: sell the wine. It's on their menu. You can go to Daruma by Oskido in Four Ways. They also sell the wine. You can go enjoy it there. You can go to Dry Dock Lika bottle store. That one is in Parkhurst. So the Parkhurst uh, liquor store, just make sure you are there by Thursday because Friday, Saturday, (laughs) according to the law, you can't enjoy the wine or you can't go buy the wines, you know. So the restaurant is your best bet. And then Mm. when trickling down to Pretoria, you can go, there's this nice boutique uh, restaurant called Into Wine. Um, It's in Pretoria East on your way to Watercloof. And then in Waterploof as well, we have uh, this beautiful bottle store, a chic bottle store, similar to a uh, dry dock liquor store, which is called uh, winery.com. So you can go there. They have a string of restaurants as well. So you can get the ba- the bottle, pay a cockage fee, and go and enjoy it in any of the restaurants. And then when we go down to Mpumalanga, you can find the wines at... Um, Gidijo Cafe in Secunda. It's a female-owned restaurant. And by the way, also, Moyeng uh, restaurant, SA is 50% owned by a female. So, yeah. <laughs> <You> know, and <laughs> uh, then in Nelsbray, uh, or still in Pumalanga in White River, you can go to Hotel 247, also a hotel owned by a female, and enjoy the wines there. So what I'll do for you ladies, I'll send you basically the list of the stockers so that you know exactly where to direct people. And also by end of this month, you can find us online on Retail Bay as well. So Retail Bay will be selling our stuff as well. So yeah, those are the places where you can go and buy the wine. You know, it's so beautiful to just be received by females, you know. Yeah. Uh, my brand, I'm, I'm open to partnering with anyone. Like, Into Wine is actually owned by a male. But 90% of uh, my stock is actually women. And it was just coincidental, you know. Um, and I, it, I don't think it's coincidental in a sense. I think the spirit leads where you are always, you know, mm-hmm. if you are four with then women will also follow you or will welcome you and put you up in their spaces. So it was not um, an outright, I want women. It just aligned, you know, and truly, truly, I must say, we live in a beautiful era as women where we truly, truly are lifting each other up and taking care of each other. Um, on Monday, I had a session on, on the 9th, last week, Monday, 9th of August, I invited uh, some of these women that I collaborate with 11 business different businesses business women to a round table at my house and hosted them for women's day you know so mm. that they can actually network with each other uh, so it's just a beautiful beautiful era to be in knowing that as women we've learned to lift each other up and put spotlights on each other you know mm. so, oh man yes i'm very open to collaborating with their restaurants and stockists and and stuff like that it's great but yeah it's truly humbling to have women say let's take up your brand let's let's follow you through let's make sure that you are visible you know it's very it's very yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah, it hits different when like women partner up because usually it's like women are throwing each other down not fixing each other's crowns and now you see women working together and knowing that you're not my competition you're my sister I'm going to promote your business like you're going to promote mine you know so it's lovely it's lovely to see that
2: exactly you can say that again I think we've evolved you know and I think we've matured out of the narrative uh, because I believe some of those narratives were sold by others so that we are not able to belong and we are not able to work with each other you know and when you know your true self you are not um you don't feel intimidated by other people mm. you don't feel like you're taking anybody else's weight, you know you actually are up there stepping up and saying how can I make you shine you know it's truly and it being woman's yeah. month and, and you doing this with me as well it's just beautiful it's it's really humbling and um, yeah, and I think we need to showcase more and more of it so that those women out there who still haven't gotten into the bandwagon of fixing others' crowns can also see that I actually am better when I have my other sisters around me.
0: Yeah, and it goes back to the scripture that all of us have different gifts and talents. So we have to understand that I'm walking in my purpose, you walking in your purpose. So why are we stepping on each other's Like feet, like walk in your purpose, and I'll celebrate you. I'll walk in my purpose and you celebrate me too.
2: Most definitely. Like I always say, I'm always in my own lane. You know, there's that saying that stay in your lane, you know. I'm always staying in my lane. But it doesn't mean that when my lane crosses paths with somebody else, I can't say, oh, wow, you are shining, you are great, you know. No, Mm -hmm. it means where I can, I must also clean the light. And we need more of that. I mean, we are mostly the majority population-wise, I mean, in our country, but we are not seen in the business spaces enough. You know, we keep on circulating the same faces and the same people. So I think the more we do this and lift each other up, the more young girls can actually stand up and say, I can actually be better I can actually achieve something. My dreams are valid as a woman. I am not only meant to just be a mother or somebody's girlfriend or just be an admin. I can actually be bigger. You know, if I'm an admin, I can be an administrator of a massive company, you know, things like that. So yeah, us shining each other's light actually works for better for my daughters, our sisters and and other women that are, other women that are out there.
0: How does it feel sipping wine with your name on it?
2: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It feels like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it feels like, you know, like, that, mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, you yeah. Know, I wake up sometimes and I'm like, okay, actually, this is mine. You know, it's like, mm, yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. Yeah. That,
0: that, that's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like as no, no, much as I we, can we say. Get we get yeah. it. I feel we you. We sort of understand. Yeah, we feel you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to thank you. Like, really, Nyabonga, Osiabonga, yeah. Because obviously it's too much, but for for honoring the invites and being a guest, you've really touched us and inspired us. And I know for a fact that there are followers or listeners who are going to be touched by this episode as we were touched. For reminding us that, you know what, our dreams are valid and we should not stop dreaming. And we should also make sure that that faith is accompanied by action. We can't just dream and speak it all into existence, but we're not actually putting the work behind it, and teaching us, Gucci. We need to be resilient. I know we're gonna encounter so many challenges in life, and sometimes we're gonna feel like, you know what, I can't do this anymore. But at the end of the day, if we give up, it's just gonna make things worse. So we actually have to, we have to make sure we have a resilient spirit that is birthed within us.
1: I was really inspired. This conversation was needed for us. Whatever you think of, it can be possible. You don't have to limit yourself and have excuses. would like to thank everyone that is continuously supporting us and we are so grateful for the positive feedback that we get from you guys so please feel free to send us a dm on instagram at women underscore right at women underscore right sharing your insights or comments about our episodes and also if you'd like to become a guest on one of our episodes tackling a topic of your choice that is in line with our vision and our mission please feel free to send us a dm as well thank you guys for tuning in and we can't wait to have you on our next next one.